This podcast is sponsored by YYC Real Estate Group, offering a tailor-made service, versatility and expertise for all your real estate needs. Are you thinking about selling, buying, investing or having your properties managed? For more information, check our website, www.yycrealestategroup.com. We are passionate about real estate and we love to support local businesses. We hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Cheers. Welcome to Behind the Business. Uh, this is episode, what episode 35. is it? 35? Yeah. Wow, 35. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like five episodes behind though. I haven't edited a lot of them. So, um, Today we got... Jo- Joanne Molin, is that right? Joanne Molin. <laughs> Joanne Molin and uh, Chloe Mann, co- co-founders of the Joko Foods Company, a Toronto-based business specialized in the creation of unique sauces and spreads. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> you guys have been going hard. I see that lately, hey? Or since you started. Yeah. Yeah, we've been hustling for sure. Nine yeah. to five in this. Yeah, we have our nine to five. I think we launched back in October, late October. Mm-hmm. And now we're here. <laughs> and you guys are both working um, full time. Yeah, there we are. So um, we both are territory managers. Um, I'm a territory manager for Skip the Dishes in downtown Toronto. So I manage about over 400 restaurants at the moment so yeah we're very busy and then after work what we do is just work on joko foods (laughs) we've sacrificed our social life so literally like nine to five the clock rolls six to ten um weekends we just make sauce sell sauce so uh yeah our circle is getting smaller (laughs) (laughs) that's how it is that's how it is your circles get smaller, but your pockets get bigger. So it's all- Ooh, I like that one. <laughs> we have a few friends that come over and they're like, Joanne, Chloe, like, you need to get out of the house. <laughs> and we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, you going to come over? And uh, and then we're just like, hey, we need you to do some of this and some of that. And we're like, well, we just wanted to hang out. Yeah, like, we get them to work. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's a part of being a small business owner, though, I guess. Yeah, always mm-hmm. never working. Is that right? Always yeah. never working. <laughs> yeah, never not working. <laughs> but before we get into the business, um, Tell us uh, something uh, about yourself that most people don't know. Okay. Um, Go first. Well, we both own dogs. Um, I have a Shiba Inu called Trouble. So if you guys want to follow her on um, Instagram, (laughs) Trouble underscore Inu, go ahead. Really lame memes on there. So (laughs) go ahead. Um, What else? Dave has a Shiba too, don't you? Yeah, I have a Shiba Inu as well. Oh, naughty, right? Yeah, she's pretty yeah. good. Oh, yeah. really? Mine's a terror. <laughs> oh, little boy? Sorry? The it's male a girl. Or... Oh. It's a girl. Yeah, yeah, she really lived up to her name, Trouble. <laughs> yeah, Kiko's pretty good. Oh, lucky you. <laughs> Trouble. Uh, why, why? That's an interesting name, Trouble. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, we're going to name her Truffle, but lucky we didn't because we went to the dog park and I met another dog named Truffle and I was like, oh. <laughs> Trouble's good because it's unique for sure. Um, yeah. It's up to her name. And then I ended up getting my chow chow like a week later because I was having FOMO. So 
we have like a full house uh, in the Joko house and they're all females. So it's good. Yeah. Dogs. I guess something interesting about myself too is um, I guess I'm on my spiritual journey right now. So I'm (laughs) and and trying to see the signs and I'm like, um, yeah, I'm really into philosophy, like stoicism as well. And just, um, yeah, just really into like uh, meditation and just kind of like taking that uh, sixth sense. So I feel that that gives me a lot of uh, drive to keep going forward. What was that, Dave? That's what I have right now. That's uh, Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Oh, that's our favorite! That's our favorite. Well, that's really a hot cover. It's really nice. Yeah. I got it from the books. Oh, really? I have that beside me. I read it sometimes. Oh, yeah, I heard that one's good too. Yeah, we have a whole bunch of them. So it's yeah, meditation will change your life. A hundred percent agree. Meditation is—I don't think people understand it yet. That ha- that don't meditate, but um, I definitely meditate every day. I think it's it's uh, yeah. it's it's at least twenty minutes where I go a little go a little crazy. They, they sent me that book. Uh, I st- I read that during COVID when it started. Yeah, I bought him a copy of it because it's like a really good book for leadership. Yeah, well, it's really good as well. Like just throughout the day or in the morning, you just flip to any page and then you just read a paragraph. Paragraph. I can't even speak. <laughs> paragraph, and it just starts off your day like on a good note. Yeah, just kind of yeah. like just that right mantra to like get your day started. And it just shows like what you can do with your mind. Like really, it's like an untapped thing that a lot of people haven't really kind of discovered. Yeah. So yeah, we read, we meditate. We're very yeah. mindful of, of all of this to keep that balance. <laughs> yeah. You have to feel like in your own business because shit hits the fans so hard sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, hey, how do I get back? into this state of like peace and like production and progress again when things are going awry so it's like you need to find that balance in yourself again to be just be grounded in in those moments and be like all right let's move past this right Mm -hmm. so i think that it's it it comes with uh anything just like mindset is key so sure yeah your mind is very very powerful and if you like train your mind you can achieve anything yeah just continues to test you partnerships continue to test you so it's just a roller coaster so you have to just keep on course um but only you have the power to do that so yeah you need these tools and we've taken full advantage or else we wouldn't be here now we'd be like okay bye (laughs) bye Chloe. over it they go hand in hand spiritual like when you're looking for your spiritual like awareness philosophy it goes hand in hand with like every aspect of your life business personal right and i think people don't understand that where, you know, your business, like if you're, if your mindset's not right, it's directly impacted by your business. Right. Exactly. I'm I'm huge on the personal development too. I think, I think we all are. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Cause anything you carry in your, like any other parts of your life get carried into like your work, your relationships, your, your friendships, um, your spirituality, all that stuff. Right. So it's like, once you're, good on all of them then it's like they're all just kind of synchronized you're good to go so (laughs) how did you guys um yeah (laughs) guys you know meet because where where are you from australia 
Yeah, so I'm originally from Sydney, Australia. It's a fake accent. Yes. Where's that accent from? <laughs> so I'm originally from Australia. I moved to Toronto a little over two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we met through a mutual friend. So I I moved in with one of her mutual friends. She was my roommate. In Toronto. In Toronto. In Toronto, oh, okay. yeah. And See, then your relationship is new. Uh, yeah, well, around two years. Yeah. yeah, about two years or maybe a year and eight months. <laughs> like, I haven't been counting, but it seems like a lifetime. It seems like a lifetime. We're definitely like new friends, but there's a sense of like uh, familiarity and kind of like, yeah, we have. Well, yeah. I see that on, on, on your guys' page. I feel like I thought you guys knew each other a lot longer. Yeah. You know? We're like sisters, like, you know, and like all friends, we have little disputes. We we, we fight like sisters. <laughs> so, um, yeah. we're, we're like the same, same, but different, I guess. <laughs> I think the thing that connected us, though, is just like the frequency and motivation, right? Like, yeah. we came from two different places. Like, I came from Calgary. She came from Australia. And we we're here to kind of define our purpose. And like, just being in the city fresh, not having like close family or a lot of friends. We just um, kind of just, yeah. yeah. Connected, connected very connected. And we like the same things as well. Like everything, yeah, like even down to like interior design or like clothing, music, food. Like we have the same um like palette, like taste palette. So just yeah, everything just blended, I guess. Same, same but different. Same, same but different. (laughs) Sounds like you guys are like old souls. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You guys have connected in a past life or something like that. Yeah. 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 Hundred percent. I was just reading a um, uh, what's it called? The quote about that, like when you move to a new city, you have less distractions because there's less people and and like friends and stuff like that holding you back. So it's like when you actually move to a new city, it's like it's something so new and fresh. And um, uh, it's a good way to just hit the ground running because you, you're just a lot more focused without the people like that are there that are making you kind of uh, complacent or like content. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. The support. So I think that's a, a big thing that a lot of people don't realize when they actually step out of like um, the nest and, and actually like, you know, thrive on their own. Yeah. It's funny that you say that because um, actually currently writing a blog post about how being an expat made me a better entrepreneur. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, so it's sort of a similar concept that I have in that blog post, which I don't know when I'm going to finish. (laughs) Start. It's like a sink or swim kind of thing with the big city. It's like you you get here and it's like you either push forward Mm -hmm. or you retreat and, um, yeah, yeah. We, just, we just went into the deep end together. So. Yeah, and we we're lucky to find each other, I guess, because, yeah, we had the same goal. And, yeah, we just sort of lent, leaned on each other. So how did that uh, conversation come up to make <laughs> hot sauce? Because, like, that's, that's, that's pretty bold to, to want to do, I feel. Like, there's a lot of competition, right? There's... Like to, I don't even know where you would even start. You got to make the sauce. You got to make like market it now. Like, how how did that come about? So funny. Um, we laugh. Yeah, we laugh home. about it. We wake up and we're like, oh, like what do you do? Oh, we just sell hot sauce. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's 
funny thing like yeah. who'd ever think that you know we'd be selling um selling hot sauce yeah we have a series of rele- revelations like every time we're in the kitchen or we're just on the grind and we're like how the hell did we like this is so <laughs> random we, we were like, how did this even start? So even when we had the podcast, we're like, when, how did it really go about? So you you challenged us to kind of start from the ground up. Yeah. And yeah. it really just happened from a simple idea. Yeah. So um, I think as we were becoming friends, like we got to learn um, a bit about each other. But um, yeah, funny story is that we found out that both our ex-boyfriends are Laos. <laughs> and then oh. we were just talking about like Wait, Laos. both your ex-boyfriends are Laos. Yes. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <Loud>. <laughs> so then what happened was like we were talking about um like w- because we love food like good food right so we we're like oh yeah I love Laos food I love Thai food and we we're like oh yeah and we just started talking about like because we also had a friend that um distributes sriracha right here in Toronto oh, and then, yeah. yeah we love hot yeah. sauce and then like all of a sudden we were like hey like one day I like made this like the jowl like my version of the jowl and I posted it up on Instagram and she was like and my roommate and her were like oh like have you tried Chloe's one like Chloe has um like knows how to make that same sauce as well <laughs> and then I was like oh Chloe like I heard you know how to make sauce and then yeah what <laughs> and then we met up um one day and then um yeah, we just, I guess we had a few drinks and then we started making sauce out of nowhere. And then we were just like, mine's better, yours better. No, no. And then we just ended up mixing our um, recipes and then, yeah, just, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it just kind of happened one thing after another, but I feel like we just manifested this idea. Yeah. But we were thinking like we knew we wanted to just start something and make something our own. And it just kind of happened where like, there's a gap in the marketplace. Like I'm sick of eating Sriracha. Sriracha isn't even that great. We got something yeah. better. So like, let's go. Like, hey, Sriracha is not that bad. It's good. Yeah. It's better. Yeah. Yeah. But it's overrated. It's overrated. It is very flat. Yeah. 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 It's, it's good, but it's just like, after a while, it's, it's like, I need a new hot sauce. Like you always want something new. Yeah. You, you get mm-hmm. bored with like, whatever's in your fridge you should oh, I'm, a, I'm a hot sauce fan for sure so that's why I, I had to try it out so yeah. um you should actually talk to, about like what you wanted to do with your mom um what I wanted to do with my mom about like the cookie because her mom loves to cook right mm-hmm. and then you, know, you had this idea to do like a marketplace oh yeah so like I I just feel like a lot of like with the people in Calgary like their mom or their dad always has this thing that they do where they don't know how to monetize it right so my mom was always cooking and baking and she had like bomb ass cookies that people would be like I'll buy it like I want it but she's like I just don't know how to scale it I don't have the time and I have some other friends who make spring rolls like Viet cuisine but they just didn't know how to monetize it and we're like what happens if we created this sauce but again forward thinking created a platform for like um, to help like people monetize their ideas, even if it's small scale, like, like, yeah, yeah we're help kind of them in that process, you know, because we've experienced the whole process of trying to bring, um, an idea to market. So that was something that we thought about. And then we're like, no, you know what? Like, oh yeah, because we're like, how can we do it? How can we tell them how to do it when we haven't even done it ourselves? Yeah. So we kind of can preach what we know. And that's kind of like how we feel we're going to just like build that sort of. That's um, a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Can't preach what you don't know. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. So that's what kind of made you create uh, Joko. 
Well, it was pretty funny because I remember the exact same day. Like, <laughs> so we were like uh, smoking shisha um, in this saga. And then for some reason, like, <laughs> this is really random. I remember the exact same day, but we ordered some pizza, like a flatbread. And I was like, oh, I need some hot sauce. Right. And then like I looked in my bag and for some reason I had like a Frank's hot sauce, <laughs> like a whole bottle. And then like, she's like, you're so weird. I'm like, yeah, I love hot sauce. And then we were actually meeting our friend um, mm-hmm. who is a sriracha guy. And then we were just like, why don't we just make that sauce? Like, why don't we just like do our own hot sauce company? And then, yeah, the rest is history, I guess. <laughs> One thing to add worthwhile is like, we also did, like, I've also done like a strength finder test where I figure out my strengths. And I find like one of my key strengths is being an activator. So if someone gives me a good idea, I'm like, yo, let's go. Like, you want to go on a trip? Like, let's go. Like, let's make this happen. So we're, just, we're just like, we just kind of revved each other up. And then it just kind of was like, okay, one step, two step, three step. And then we just kind of went off there. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's always better to do it as a group because. It's yeah. hard for as an individual to just take that leap of faith to go and do something, right? Because it's like yeah. the, the fail of failure, like the fail, like um, the fear of success. Like people are just scared to do that leap of faith. But when you have someone to be with you on it, then it's like it makes the process like a little bit less scary. You know what I mean? So yeah. I feel like, yeah, you just have to have a good concept, good idea, fix like, um, stick to that one concept and just try it and at least if it fails you know you just reinvent readapt and then try it again you know so I'm, i think that's what a lot of people they're scared to do is to actually take that like that leap of faith yeah yeah it's always better to say wins right yeah I, I think business partners too makes it so much more funner <laughs> like i don't know I business by myself and then building a business with someone it's just way more funner, I yeah. feel. Well, it's pretty good because um, what she lacks, I have, and what I lack, she has. So um, in our business, uh, she takes care of like finance operations and I take care of sales and marketing. Um, mm-hmm. So we pretty much like blend. But the thing is, we have the same goal and the, like we have the same destination, right? Like we have the eye on the prize. So that's what, you know, uh, I guess makes our business run smoothly. Mm-hmm. How, how did you guys figure out each other's roles and what to do? Yeah, and the culture. Well, we uh, both some time. It took some time, but like, like um, we both have like an eye for design as well. So like the branding and everything that was like both of us in a sense. But um, like I have a marketing degree. My background is sales, and she's in operations. So like it just made the most sense, right, to mm-hmm. sort of have it that way because. If she gave me some of her work, I'd be like, okay, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I think like at the beginning when we started the concept, it was more of a fun collaborative project where we were building the brand. So we were really aligned and kind of just very meticulous on how we were building it. And once we started to scale and we the roles were overlapping, I feel yeah. like there's a lot of friction where it's mm-hmm. like over time we're like, okay, you stay in your lane, I stay in my lane. And it's kind of like, that's the best way to kind of scale out yeah. and have that trust in one another. So um, there's, there's a couple bites for sure, <laughs> some bruises, but we're here now, but it, yeah, it's, it's been a roller coaster. Yeah. And I think that's something that um, we actually won, not won, we, we got the chance to meet up with, not meet up, but like do a Zoom call with Arlene Dickinson. Um, what? And that's- oh, what? Yeah. 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 
Yeah, that was probably like three months ago or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um. So guys, what was that? What's the story behind that? How do you how do you guys get that? Oh my gosh, I I've been such a big fan of hers. Since- Stalker. <laughs> I've been such a big fan of um, Arlene Dickinson since I came to Canada um, and I'm very like optimistic and positive and all that kind of stuff so like I believe in like uh, like laws law, of attraction law of attra- <laughs> the laws of attraction laws of attraction, laws of attraction. <laughs> so like I, when we first started the business I told Chloe I'm like Chloe, we're going to meet up with Arlene Dickinson by the end of this year. And I don't care what you say. No way. No way. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, sure. Sure. Joanne, we have a lot of fucking work to do. Sorry. <laughs> we have a lot of work to do. And I'm like, that's ambitious. But like, in all honesty, she found an opportunity. She took her shot and we got a one-on-one with her for an hour. Wow. wow. Did you Whoa, call her up? Like, you no, no. <laughs> we bid. No, we bid. no. So we bid for it. Um, what do you, like, what do you mean bid? I, her on LinkedIn and she did like a um it was for charity for the Ontario Science yeah something for an RBC yeah innovation. RBC innovation uh, innovators awards or something mm-hmm. like that I can't mm-hmm. remember um and then I was like Chloe Chloe this is our chance this is our chance to um meet <laughs> with Arlene Dickinson and then it was like that's, a bidding that's auction crazy. and Sorry, Chloe, yeah. like we we put like alarm clocks like on the last day of the bidding and then her and I were on separate laptops and we were like we were like ready set like press enter press enter and she was like putting in her <laughs> like her, yeah. her numbers. we double we double we double bet so I hedged it so if I hadn't put in that second bet we would have lost out <laughs> but we pretty much bought our way into Dragon's Den and had like one-on-one FaceTime so yeah. it was honestly an investment well worth yeah, it yeah for sure mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's pretty cool yeah, it's like an so eBay, it's... eBay auction. <laughs> You're like yeah. waiting for that last, last <laughs> 10 seconds. <laughs> I think it was probably the best, one of the best investments we did, in all mm-hmm. honesty. Yeah, it just gave us clarity, to be honest, because mm-hmm. like she's just like, this is what you got to do. But everything she spoke to us, like it was like a conversation where we were understanding one another. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, like we know what we need to do. Yeah. She's like, you know what you need to do. Yeah. And um, she's been rooting for us ever since. Yeah. <laughs> But like for those that don't know, she's like the CPG queen, so consumer packaged goods queen. Like she has her uh, what is it called? Like her incubator as well. I think one in Calgary as well as in Toronto. So yeah, she knows all about the industry. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. How long was the 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 call? Uh, Forty five minutes, I think. Forty five minutes to one hour. Okay. Yeah. That's worth it. Yeah, we did learn a lot. Yeah, that's what. Just, yeah. Can you disclose how much you bid? <laughs> or no? Yeah. Oh, ooh. 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 you don't have to. I just was. I'm was very actually, curious. You can tell actually, me. It was actually cheap. We um we actually lucked out, and it was like four digits. Okay. Okay. That's not bad. We leave it at that. That's four digits less than two. <laughs> Four digits as in less than two. decimal two numbers or four, oh, no. <laughs> four digits less than two thousand. How about that? Uh-huh. So we were we honestly it, it was within reason because I'm Chinese and I always want a deal and I had set a bar, so we were just right at that bar. Yeah, so we I were literally say, we wouldn't have paid any more just because obviously, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think during yeah. the time of when the auction came out, they didn't really market the auction like fully enough. So we um yeah. We we got a 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. That, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, that's, it's good to have like a mentor, right? I mean, someone to just bounce ideas off of and like someone that's done it as well. So. Yeah, exactly. So that, that was pretty good. Um, yeah. And we we're fortunate enough to do that. And yeah, I guess if you just keep saying what you want to do, like the universe will give it to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In some way or another, you still need to put in work. <laughs> Affirmations. Yeah. One wise person told me um, like to write down everything that you want because the reason why it's called spelling. So when you're spelling is because you're putting a spell, you know, like you're, 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 you're <laughs> so that's something pretty cool. <laughs> it's like be, do, have. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You, you got to write it out in the, in the present moment, like you already have it. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What does uh, Joko Foods stand for? Where did you guys get that name? <laughs> well, you can't guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm assuming it has something to do with your name. I'm assuming it has something to do with your names, but yeah. Yes. Cool. Yeah. So her nickname is Jojo. And my nickname is Coco. <laughs> Joko, yeah. Joko Foods. We're thinking Kojo, but it sounds a little too like karate, so Joko sounds a little bit better. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you know what's pretty funny? Um, I got an email maybe like a year, you know, a couple months ago, and I had actually registered a company like a while back, maybe like three years back or four years back, called Joe and Co. Back in Australia. <laughs> so I just thought it was funny that like I I totally forgot about it because I wanted to like sell watches or something. Like, it's funny that, like, I came here and then now I have a company named Joko. It was manifested all the way back in Australia. Exactly. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Joko. And, and how many, um, how many uh, different, I, you guys start out with one, right? Yeah. And uh, let's see, let's see what you guys have now, because I see you guys are, you guys are slowly expanding your products. And yep. is there a reason for that? Or you guys just knew this was going to happen this whole time? Like, you guys are slowly, br- I feel like, bringing out another product. Um, yeah. Well, see them. you guys got, like, truffle. I think one, a spicy one. Yeah. So this is the first one. This is the original. Um, to be honest, we really wanted to, like, again, speak to our customers and get the feedback. And based on the feedback, people are like, we like it. We want to see more. And based on that, we kind of just kind of went with, with where the, so, yeah. the so, demand was. So we wanted to be a bit more exclusive and have, um, you know, broaden our range of customers. So obviously we have the bougie truffle <laughs> spread. Um, we have like the people who are just into chili. Um, we also have vegans. So the reason why I wanted now to- That one just came out, right? I just saw this yeah. one. Yeah. So um, the main difference with this one is we changed the um, fish sauce to vegetarian fish sauce. So it's a soya base. Um, and all, as well as the sugar, which is now cane sugar, so organic sugar. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, all my friends in Australia, they're all vegans and vegetarians. And um, I did a big shipment to Australia and it just sucked that they weren't able to try it. Um, and eventually I do want to have like my sources up in Australia, right? That's my ultimate goal one day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just wanted to be exclusive. But not only that, like Arlene Dickinson was the one that was like, you need to like, 
have at least four to five SKUs, you know, because when you're when you're heading to retailers, they want to have like a nice display and have like a an assortment. assortment. So, so this yeah. is this is the the series of the first collection. So after this, we will move to uh, <laughs> the next collection. But we we thought that this kind of just yeah, there's one for one for everyone. One there's for everyone. Jab for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> And plus, uh, also, we just from friends and just customers as well, like there's a lot of dietary questions, like people that were on keto, people that were, you know, trying to do vegan or had like allergies. So we felt like the vegan one was, again, like suited for a specific demographic where people were conscious about their diet. Yeah. So we wanted to and put that in. Yeah, it wasn't just like sort of like we just had the idea to do this, but we did a lot of research and we did we, we put out a lot of surveys as well um, just to gain, you know, I guess like what what like gain the right feedback, yeah, but feedback also, and information yeah. to make better business decisions, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like as a new company, you guys have done very well with um, getting the feedback, um, mm-hmm. getting like reviews. I don't know if I wrote you a review yet. Actually, I know you asked me. <laughs> I oh <my> <laughs> But like, uh, but like being very personable, even with the, um, I felt like that was a big impact with writing the personal note cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We wanted to be a bit more personal. Like at the beginning, when we first started, we did a lot of handwriting. Um, so that took a lot of time and we wanted to be, you know, like, yeah, we, we sent out quite a few to influencers. We, we talked about, like, we made it very personal to the point where like, we like this about you. Like, thank you for all these posts. You know, I think when we wrote to you, we talked about like your real, real time business, like your real estate, um, yeah, real estate business. So yeah. yeah, we just, I feel like with us as a business, um, we're trying to sell our story and we're, we're trying to support everyone as well. Right. That, that's like uh, one of our biggest values. So like, yeah, yeah. We just, I think we just wanted to personalize it as well because we wanted to, you know, acknowledge and thank like all the support mm-hmm. and just really, yeah, like figure out who our customers were and, and bond that relationship yeah. because um, that's kind of what keeps us going and that's why we do what we do. So if someone repeat orders or, you know, if we get a repeat order, we celebrate. Like, yeah, we like, celebrate. You know, we're doing something we're right. We're doing something People right. Like the product. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're doing something right. Yeah. So. so we always try to, like when someone orders, we always email them or touch base with them like asking them like how was your like how were the sources that you tried like you know do you have any improvements like what can you do send them the review um link so yeah we always try to be like personable I guess yeah we're marketing to ourselves and like you said those gestures go a long way so if I get something that's customized I'm like wow they really put in that effort and that's like you know, makes me feel like, you know, seen. Yeah. So, like yeah. the face behind the brand. <laughs> we want to continue doing things for yeah. sure. They say that people remember how you make them feel. Yeah. That's Chloe's favorite line. <laughs> <laughs> like you need to uh, be personable and, and stand out outside of the the norm, right? Because there's, you know, there's probably huge manufacturing companies that are just making hot sauce and, how many of them are actually being personable with their product after the fact, right? So it's like, if people, um, you know, if the product is good and the service is great, then people remember that. And that's what keeps you kind of top of mind um, in the business for that, that if it sounds like, hey, I want some hot sauce, like um, these guys are the ones that go do because 
I remember them and their product is great. And that's the same thing with even our business in real estate. Like there's like over 6,000 agents in the city. So you need uh, to have something to stand out between the rest of them. And that comes down to like service, uh, customer service, client retention, uh, you know, just um, what's it called? Just having a good experience with that person. And that's what will push the product even more so. Yeah. Yeah. Building relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Relationships and networking, um, I feel is very, very important, especially or in any business, I think in life in general. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. How, how hard was it um, to get your like packaging going and shipped out to for like, um, I guess, retailers or to get them in store? Because I, I, well, I believe I asked you guys like bring it to Calgary. I, I I know it wasn't me that brought you guys brought it to Calgary, but a couple months later, you're like it's in Calgary. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, how hard was that process and like getting the packaging going? Like I don't know. Do you guys have to pass like um like some, some okay so yeah yeah regulation like I think yeah regulations or rules or I don't yeah. know how the food thing works. Like how did you guys figure all that out? How hard was that process just to to get it into markets and 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 allow it to be sold and oh well i'll talk about our first sale yeah 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 so she was actually out <laughs> it's pretty funny so like we obviously started um as an e-commerce business online um so we wanted to build our presence you know like digitally and then one day she was out on the road for work and then i was working as well and then i don't know something just like like i don't know something just I don't know. I had an idea and I was like, I'm just going to go downstairs and try to sell a case to like the su- local supermarket. Like, you just had a case in your car. <laughs> Sorry. You just walked you just out. Case, you know, it was case. so funny. So what happened was like, I packed it up. I put a note in and then like, I think I called them up just to see like who the name was of the owner or like the right person. And then I was like, okay. And then they said, oh, he's going to be in at a certain time. So then when she came home, I'm like, come on, let's get ready. And she's like, where are we going? I'm like, downstairs. I'm going to sell this. <laughs> sell this case to the market downstairs. Um, and she's like, what? <laughs> so then, like, I went downstairs. Um, and then it was, I swear it was just lucky. Because, like, as soon as I walked in, we had, like, the really nice box. And then um, what had happened was the guy who like the store manager was like, oh yeah, this is nice. Like, but the owner isn't in. And then like, I had the, the packaging open. Yeah. Like this, just a sample box box like this. (laughs) And then the owner just walks in as soon as I have the, um, (laughs) the box open, like he walks in and he's like, what's that (laughs) type of thing. And I was like, oh, it's my chili sauce. So I did my little (laughs) elevator. (laughs) And then he was like, all right, I'll take it. You know, I'll take one case. <laughs> and I'm like, he's like, good luck girls. And I was like, I was like, Wait. I was like in the background and she's like, and I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, no way. Like just, it's that easy. Like- yeah. So we were so lucky. Like it was just so weird because like, I just had this idea and I was like, I'm going to sell it downstairs. <laughs> yeah. So we, we literally just like tried something and I'm like, okay, so they're receptive. Like retailers are looking for local products. They, they want new products to keep it interesting. And then at that point in time, I kind of just like, drew the connection where it's like okay like people in calgary don't want to pay for shipping so let's find a solution for them so i'm like i'm gonna call the store that i think would be the best fit 
Um, and again, I, I, I had a couple of people from, people from Calgary saying, hey, you should stock it here. You should stock it there. So I literally replicated her process, picked up the phone. I'm like, who's the decision maker? I want to send you guys some samples. And I just shot up the samples, followed up with them like a sales mm-hmm. tactic. And they're like, we love it. Let's stock it. We're looking for local. We want to support female entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. So we're going to order a case of each. And then we did it. And then they called us back three weeks later and like, we sold out, we want more. And I was like, okay. Yeah. They then, doubled up. Yeah. yeah. And then again, it's kind of just like a catapult, a yeah. catapult domino effect where it's like, okay, Calgary's good. Mm-hmm. We have three more locations in Edmonton. So like give them a call. Cause we want to yeah. do it at the entire chain. So you kind of just like go then, with the yeah. flow. But I just, think it was um, also like timing. The fact that, trial. well, yeah, that's too. But I also felt like that opportunity was timing. Like, her calling and they were just literally showcasing like a section full of female entrepreneurs, right? Like yeah. female local entrepreneurs. So like, like yeah. for us to call at that time, like it's no coincidence. <laughs> yeah. Everything was fake, but not to say. Well, the traction, you know, yeah, with that perfect moment, you know, hundred percent, but, but not to say, cause she's been in sales all her life, but we've, we've had some rejections for, for sure as well. So like every time you call, you just have to like take the feedback, learn yeah. and just keep pushing forward. So yeah. it's, um, and ask the questions right. like, why, why don't you want it? And then like what we came to find later on was like, um, those leads are not dead leads. Right. Because yeah. once, once you start, like, once they start seeing like more things about you, like, I don't know if you guys saw our Sosa Lee um video in a way the iron chef i've seen a lot of videos i think i've seen that one yeah yeah so we got him to try our hot sauce so there was a lot of like um, how how did you get him to try you just sent it to him or like how did you get yeah like (laughs) there's there's another story there yeah (laughs) so um i guess with my type of marketing it's very in your face guerrilla marketing like uh, i'm not shy (laughs) <laughs> whatsoever yeah. so um yeah I was following Cersei Lee's son at that time so Levi Bentley um and then before I came to Canada I sort of like manifested this as well like I was like oh Ca- uh, Toronto looks so nice like this was like three years ago um and we just chatted for a bit he said he was going to buy me like a salmon or something and then we just stopped talking um and then what what had happened like because obviously his dad is a chef so I was like hey, like, let's send him some of our sauce. And then he, she's like, okay. And I found out his address. And then I, what I did was I actually put, I don't know if you saw the YouTube video, but I actually printed out our um, our DM, Instagram DM conversation. And then I, I highlighted the date. And then I wrote, I'm still waiting on my salmon. <laughs> and, and funny enough, just to add, like, it just was, again, a coincidence that his dad was with him in L.A., so when we sent it out, we made it out to him and Suster Lee, but technically like he's based in Toronto. So again, it was perfect timing that his dad was there to open it and they sampled it. Yeah. So again, we just took multiple shots and yeah. it just kind of everything started yeah. landing in place. So it gave us the confidence, like a win after mm-hmm. a win. And then we got motivated to be like, Hey, let's yeah. keep going. Yeah. You have to, because like in sales, just because they say no right now, doesn't mean it's no forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It just means it's not like an app, like a good timing for them, maybe, right? But I mean, like, if you just give up at that point, then it's it is a no forever. But if you just yeah. continue at it, 
and just follow it up. It's it's all in the cadence of of the follow up, right? So, yeah. like the number one is is sales, but then number two is actually having building rapport and following up with them yeah. to yeah. a point where you can convert that no into a yes, which yeah. people don't really know. So, well, it's being yeah. being okay with uh, rejection. Also, I think a lot of people are scared of rejection. I just I just smile. they take it so personally, right? It's just yeah. Well, well, I think Chloe on because I've I've been trying to teach her how to sell over the phone. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember her first call and it was a big fat no. And she said she looked like she was about to cry. <laughs> I should have said this, I should have said that. I'm like, Chloe, like we're gonna get a million no's. Like I'm like, it's get nothing. It. I'm like, get, get used, used to it. it. Like mm. move on to the next. Um, but yeah, like what we came to realize was like our early day like calls um you know first there were no's and then as they got to see more things like online they ended up reaching out to us saying hey like we're ready now like mm. we're ready to stock your stuff so I'm like oh okay nice <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's a part of the process um, yeah. I mean like I was taking a sales training course and um they were talking about how you need to ask questions mm-hmm. like deep questions yeah so these questions are called like pain and pleasures, right? So what brings pain, what brings pleasure? And then you create a solution to those problems, but without digging deep, um, you won't get to the root of the, the issue that you're trying to solve. And that's a part of the, uh, like the cadence and the rapport as well too, is asking these questions. If you're not asking the right questions, then you're going to lose them. So. Yeah. So, so it's sort of like bullets, right? So like, um, you start doing the conversation and then like the longer the, that they are on the phone, like you take that information and you put it into your gun <laughs> and then you're like, and then later on, then you're just like, but what about this? Boom. What about this? Boom. What about this? Boom. And then they're like, they're like, oh, wow. Like, hi. Yeah, that's right. Like, okay. <laughs> you say this though. You have a, you have an advantage because you have an accent. Okay. Oh, yeah. 100%. Right? 100%. 100%. No, but they also think I'm a telemarketer. So <laughs> sometimes they think like if I call them, they're like, oh, yep, telemarketer. Bye. <laughs> I swear the accent helps. Like we have a, my my cousin-in-law has a very strong um London accent, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah. we got him to do our uh, YYC sponsorship ad with his work. Oh. Yeah, I've had one of Chloe's friends ask me to do one of their ads as well. <laughs> yeah, Ricky Brar, if you're listening. <laughs> oh, Ricky, yeah, we know. Ricky. <laughs> At the dealership. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Funny. Um, what would you say? Uh, your your biggest lessons you've learned since you guys started business together. Mm, I think. Um, respect communication and um yeah just like i guess because even though we have the like the same destination like it doesn't mean we ha- we're on the same path to get there so what we need to do is communicate with each other effectively so we understand what we're doing right like because yeah like in the end we both have different like tasks to do and what we need to do is just check in with each other but um like we can't overlap because that's when you start to fight right like it's sort of like like let it go, <laughs> let it go. <laughs> and then just trust in one another, like trust in one another that, Hey, like he, mm-hmm. she can do the job. Um, like 
properly. You know what I mean? And I can do, do the job properly. And if I need help, I'll reach out to her. If she needs help, she'll reach out to me. So just having that trust, like, yeah, because sometimes we can both be know-it-alls. <laughs> yeah, sometimes the ego can definitely waver. Yeah. And I think, like, we we talked about this as well as just, like, the theme of emotions, separating emotions from business, right? Mm-hmm. It's just, like, you know, um, at the end of the day, the business that we've built is an entity on its own. So it's, like, at the end of the day, sometimes you need to take down your ego and, like, think logically mm-hmm. and just kind of, again, just approach it in, in that sense, too. Like, you can't get too excited. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah. And also, yeah. And also that it's, it's not easy. Like, you know, like you have to have that mental capacity and endurance to like, like to make it happen. Like if you really, really want something like you'll, you'll get it right. Like, yeah. And again, back to the mindset, like you can, you have to be optimistic, but as well as being a realist as realist, well. Like if yeah. you get into this pessimistic view where you're like, I can't do it, we can't do it. And you take your losses more heavier than you do your wins like you won't have the the discipline or perseverance to just keep moving forward so yeah like, yeah mm-hmm. I think that's what um that's also what Arlene Dickinson um had mentioned um because she actually was like she already knew like she she's very intuitive I guess <laughs> but yeah. she's like you guys are like good friends out of the business and she's like oh I hope you guys don't ruin your friendship <laughs> over the business yeah. Um, yeah and then she was the one that was also like make sure that you stay in your own lanes um and what what and celebrate your wins. Yeah, so like, she's like, just, yeah, things are not going to be easy. Like, um, but like what you should focus is on your wins. Like just celebrate your wins. Like, you know, some days it's going to be hard. You want to give up, but just yeah. always focus on your wins because that's going to help you like push forward. Yeah. yeah, that's actually one of our business coaches told us the exact same thing. It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so hard. You're, you're like burning yourself out, but you're not celebrating your accomplishments so then there is actually nothing to really uh like you're working towards a purposeless like thing right so that's Mm -hmm. what we've been talking about like we talked about it this week to be like hey let's let's schedule in like a dinner or like whatever like that to celebrate we haven't even fucking done it yet we haven't done it (laughs) (laughs) like we just work so much i feel like and it's just like we just i think it takes time to go in your own lane and just trust right that yeah doing yeah that i think i think yeah. if you don't have that conversation with your business partner that's where the um like disconnect disconnect, disconnect. The disconnect comes in. yeah and then like you feel that disconnect and no one's happy and then you're like why are we doing this and then then like it builds up yeah. to like to like yeah. okay, we gotta figure this out right so yeah i think that's really key like communication and also just having a common goal and cult and uh, purpose for the business itself. Right. Because at the end of the day, that supersedes anything. Um, so like when you have like a common goal and thing that you want to attain, then like everything that you do should be uh, to that common goal. And, and the communication is what kind of brings you back centered to back where you, what that common goal was supposed to be. Right. So um, like a good analogy that I read about that is like, if you have a boat, like two boats that are traveling in the same speed going uh, in the similar direction, even if the one boat is off by one degree in five years, they'll be so far apart that it's really impossible to realign. I like that, I like that one. <laughs> so like, you need to constantly have to like recheck and realign that we're still going in the same direction. Mm-hmm. Otherwise like you'll be so far apart that it'll be hard to, 
to come back. I, I swear to God, Dave has a, a new word of wisdom every podcast. <laughs> sort of like what I... It goes out of nowhere. No, I love that. No, it was sort it's of something sort of something that we were talking about um like i'm a bit of a dog so i really like science um are you guys familiar with like quantum like quantum theory (laughs) about like energy and everything and then i was like oh yeah like we're in the same wave and then like we obviously have our own ideas and then we sort of like separate so it's sort of like your your boats right yeah and then we come to a conclusion we're like yeah we want to do the same idea boom and then we're back in the same wave but then like it's sort of like yeah, yeah, I don't know, but yeah. if that makes sense. <laughs> well, yeah. it's just as friendship as well, yeah. right? Like sometimes when your friend is in a rut, you need to like pull them back and then it kind of happens like push and pull dynamic. But again, as long as you guys are heading the same destination, like um, we'll get there together. So yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. There's a cool theory that you should check out. It's called the double slit theory. That's Ooh. actually really good. Ooh. We're all into that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's really cool. It's actually like, a scientific thing where they they essentially send like there's like two slits in this in this uh uh uh, like wall and they send these like protons through it and if you're not watching it it'll just do random shit yeah But but the moment you put a camera to it and you observe it it'll do what you want it to do oh okay so they say like it's the same thing about life like when your energy is everywhere like it'll go everywhere but when you're focused and you have a goal then okay yeah kind of oh, it's like watch yeah. it it's actually really interesting wow like, what are you reading david give me some of your books <laughs> he's got lots of stuff okay, i got a few right here Ooh. okay, Ooh, okay. Nice one yeah yeah Please. i get Ooh. yeah yeah have that one what's what's that by is that psychology oh. for busy people i haven't seen Ooh. i love how you have all the hard co- uh, covers <laughs> yeah, I, like I would like to see books. your book collection <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes. but it's crazy oh, <laughs> it's turned down a philosophical like yeah. <laughs> yeah what advice could you guys give um for someone that is is starting you know a, a hot sauce company or someone that's just starting a even a food company right like what advice could you give them yeah do your research i think um especially in our industry there's a lot of regulations and legislation around it um so just making that uh, making sure that you're diligent um with that um i would say just making sure as well that you're not pushing something to a consumer make make sure that you're um, solving a problem, right? There's always a problem to be solved. And if, mm-hmm. you, if that, if you can create that solution, then, you know, you have a, you're onto something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, someone told me, well, I don't know, I was watching something and they, they said that usually you have the product and then you find a market to fit that product. Um, but what actually should be happening is, um, finding a market that you want to work on and creating a solution or like creating a product to fit that market. So yeah, doing your research, I guess. And that's what I think that's what we did a lot, like before we even started. Like, um, yeah, like I don't know if we're still in time for a quick story about yeah. <laughs> are we in time? <laughs> in time, but it's yeah. Time. We gotta, like, it's been an hour, but it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> over time but like um before we started like we'd make like the sample jars and i'd take it to work and then um yeah we'd have some back orders and everything and what i did was i we did like surveys to like 
my um, employee, like the my colleagues. And that's how we sort of drew the data of like, oh, what they like, if it's too spicy. And then we sort of like use all that information to create this source. Yeah, but I think um, we we be, we began with the end in mind. So when we did this whole like test study, it wasn't just like a side thing that we wanted to do for fun. We knew we wanted to make this into a real business and we wanted to create a viable product, right? So again, everyone has a great idea, but I think the biggest advice that we can give is like, if you have the idea, like start somewhere and start today. It's like, just go yeah. bit by bit and just don't be scared to yeah. fail and then just adjust and fail and then just work towards what you have to do, but start today. Like, don't be scared. Yeah. Yeah. I actually um, put up a little caption today. Um, if you, if you miss, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So. Wayne Gretzky. Huh? Sorry. Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> we know all the quotes. Yeah. You know all the quotes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's important to just take yeah. that risk. I mean, like, it's better to try and fail than to never try at all, right? Yeah. Like, so it's like, but I feel like a lot of people are just scared of that. And I, I feel like a lot of that comes just to, like, society, right? Like, um, like even the school system, that failure is essentially, you know, frowned upon. You're graded on your, mm-hmm. on, on your failures, but, like, you need to fail in life to succeed because yeah. there's no successful person that has never failed exactly and 100 and sometimes yeah. you don't some people get caught in a mindset where they have to pick like it's either this or that or that or this but you can do it all like if you're doing a nine to five you have kids you can still have a couple hours to work on a hobby and make that kind of incorporated more into like what you need to do and there's a lot of you know government support and programs that are trying to actually like push you for mentor and, and bring entrepreneurs like females minorities if you're you know over 30 under 30 so it's like you really need you to tap support. in because you know there there is demand for um, entrepreneurs so yeah. yeah and if you don't try you'll never know like mm-hmm. that's just the bottom line right yeah. and who's gonna like say that you're like yeah <laughs> and sometimes <laughs> you have a lot of <laughs> but it's like sometimes you are your own worst enemy so it's like if you're the one if you're the voice in your head telling yourself that it can't be done it's like you need to fix fix that programming and tell yourself that you can do it and align yourself with people that are kind of at a higher frequency that know how to do it so you can kind of believe that you can yeah well the yeah you gotta invest in yourself you're the master of your own destiny that's my favorite quote (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you got to invest in yourself and I think that's one of the things that people don't do is that they would rather you know spend it on on the exterior things but they're not focusing on the interior right and that's mm-hmm. I feel like the best investment um is investing in yourself uh self-growth mm-hmm. reading books like mm-hmm. um self-improvement because if you don't then it's like you're coming into something with still the same mindset exactly there's always room to learn right and always room to change like for change because no one's perfect i think that's what people are like i see when you're more aware of how your your brain works and that maybe you aren't your brain and you want to be like somewhere else but it's yourself that's always holding you back right it's always yourself it's no one else it's not the market it's just yourself right yeah yeah exactly Awesome. That's some deep shit. That's some deep shit. <laughs> Namaste. Namaste. You should just change the name of the podcast. <laughs>
Um, they do behind you have any questions? Behind the mind. <laughs> behind the mind of the business. <laughs> so, we have, so how did you guys get into this? Like this, like where, where's, what's your story in a nutshell? With, uh, with the podcast? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a passion project of Jason's that um, we've been talking about for a long time. Like we wanted to kind of have these like events that would, would bring local entrepreneurs together to kind of network and, and mastermind and brainstorm about things and just connect people together. But then when uh, we got busy with work, we just kind of pushed that to kind of the back burner. But when COVID hit, we were like, fuck, real estate <laughs> fuck. Like we're not going to be able to do any more deals because COVID is like, and so we just figured out Jason got all the stuff and then we kind of just put this together during COVID and uh, we've been doing it ever since. So there's no real platform for like startup companies, um, businesses, local businesses to, to share their story. There's mm-hmm. none like that I knew of. And I feel like a lot of people have a perception on business when they see it on social media, right? Yeah. Um, we see all your stuff on social media, right? But they don't know how much work is behind that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. just see like, oh, you guys are selling, you guys are doing good. Oh, you're 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 there now. But there's no like, there's no there's like, I know how much work you're putting in behind that. But yeah. like, to to the common people. You know, for us, they're like, oh, you guys are, look like you're selling so many homes. I'm like, you guys have no idea how much work is behind that's, this, right? Yeah, and yeah that's pretty fun. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's just like people see this image on social media, but they don't actually know how much work is, is behind the business, behind the business, right? I want to say something funny about that, because when we're in the kitchen, um, like we have friends that help us. They're like, yeah, let's like, I'll help you. And then at one time we're in the kitchen for like 12 hours there's 12 yeah. hour shifts and then they're like okay never hear from them again <laughs> like, hey, come on, do you want to help us yeah. Yeah. I just, like, envisioned it like oh just it's just hot that, sauce but... like easy hot sauce but no it's labor intensive <laughs> it's, well, called... It it's called grit mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Look, i see your post and i know you guys are putting in a lot of work because you guys like will screenshot all these jars yeah like they're working so hard right now. <laughs> like filling up the jars. You guys are, you know, cook like I don't know where you guys are blending it. Um yeah. you guys are putting all the labels on it just to yeah. order the jars. I don't even know where you, where do you guys get your jars from? Like um a distributor, local distributor. Right? Like just yeah. just just to even get that going is yeah. People don't yeah. understand that, right? Man, yeah. manufacturing is tough. Yeah. Because it has yeah. to be a commercial kitchen as well, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. There's That's a lot of factors that go around. Um, I get my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. It's okay. Yeah. I think Great. it's, yeah, people don't see that back end part. They only see the, the success, right? And they're like, oh, it was so easy for them. But it's like, yeah. it's not. Like, you don't know what goes into actually. Uh, like the grind every day. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, right now it's a two-man show. Well, we just hired like a communications girl. Mm-hmm. Um, but like even when we're doing like our weekly meetings, it's like there's so many sections, right? There's the marketing and then within marketing, there's different projects. And then you have sales and then the retailers and then you have the manif- like the operation side and, yeah. you know, like the different vendors. So like it's just like we're at that point where we're like, oh, my God, should we start like scaling and like hiring people? Because we're going to go out about like yeah. – we're going to get crazy. Like the, the reality though with the business is like, you can have all of these things we spoke about, but you need to know your numbers, like yeah. cash flow, finance projections. Like these are things that you just cannot overlook. So again, it's very crucial to know your numbers. Yeah. Do you, so do you, how do you guys track your guys' uh, clients? Do you guys use a CRM and stuff like that? Um, well, no. <laughs> so we, oh, well, no, we're, we're old school. So we have like a, right now um, we're using like On an Wix? old school. Oh, okay. We have like Wix. Yeah. We have that, like our database, mm-hmm. but um, in terms of like retailers and everything, we're still old school right now because um, we're, we're using like a Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> we dropped okay. down everything. So old school until, you know, mm-hmm. one day, hopefully we can end up getting Salesforce. <laughs> no, that's what we do. We use, yeah. uh, Google Sheets because yeah, exactly. Access it, and it's mm-hmm. like very simple tracking system. But mm-hmm. we're we're working on using a new uh, CRM that has like an automated follow up system. Okay, so that you could personalize the follow up and not just an automated follow up. But it cool? it's uh, it's through Zoho. Oh, okay, I've used Zoho before. Yeah, because it's pretty cool. The ch- it links uh, with the chip mail and stuff like that. I don't know if you guys use that or not. No, we don't. We use haven't it. used Chip. We have like a newsletter tied to our website platform, but yeah, it takes a lot of manual work to program it. But I heard that like text messaging marketing is a thing. So mm, yeah, definitely something we're looking at. Like so text, like reaching follow- out to them through text, like customers. Yeah, versus email. Yeah, versus email. Oh yeah, yeah. a lot more personable. Yeah. They yeah. say that the best is either uh, like interactions face to face than by phone. Then by yeah. text, social media, email, and then like a paper mail out is the lowest uh, conversion rate. But if you got to do it all, um, you, you know it. the post the those um, those postcards are very uh, not post personal notes, yeah. right? Like I really appreciate those personal Aww, notes because because no, we we do them too, and and like. That's what I mean, like, with the small business. People don't see that it's, like, that's a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a lot of hidden things. Just, you know, one product going out is, like, I don't even know how many you you guys have written, but (laughs) I've seen a lot. Like, we fast forward to now we've printed out, like, a standard, um, like, a a note. and then But we just sign it. We sign our names. And their names, but um, yeah, I, I guess like after a while, we realized that like, hey, this is very time consuming. <laughs> like, let's let's move along. Yeah, but like, still, we would do the like some people, like, especially if they're new. That's when we'll do like the proper like yeah. messages. Yeah. Are you guys planning to end up? Uh, I'm assuming your goal is to get big enough to leave your job. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's eventually the goal um, that we want. And we're on the fence. Like, we, we've been talking about it for months. Like, like what should we do? Like, you know, uh, especially in a in the in, like this industry and now business, like, we need to be calling 
retailers every day, right? Like we need to be selling nonstop. Mm -hmm. Um, And in order to do that, like we need to have that free time. But for now, um, you know, it is a passion project. And because we're so passionate about it, it's not really work to us in a way. So like we still manage quite fine with our nine to five and um, this on the side. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we just have to be really efficient with our time and like stay organized and also like outsource like um, contractors, like when we need marketing stuff, copyrights, X, Y, Z. So yeah, we're, we're, we're making it work for now, but actually that's the goal. Yeah. Say a year or two years. Sounds like you guys need a virtual assistant. Ah, yeah. 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 Yeah, We really do. We need someone to clean our house. Oh, like walk our dogs. That would be like time. My mom's always like, Hey, when can I come Canada? Like you're working so hard. She's like, I'll cook for you. I'll clean for you. (laughs) Like all you need to house me. I'm like, okay, mom, one day (laughs) after COVID. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's tough though to balance like all that at once. Right. Um, just because like a nine to five is, you know, a good portion of your day. Like you still got to sleep and then you only have a few, like a few hours for your personal life. And then you guys would have a side hustle in there. So it's like personal life. We don't, <laughs> I, I don't know what personal life is. Do you? <laughs> no, I only talk to dogs. This is life. Your business is your life for now. Right. Well, yeah. But one day it will all pay off. Yeah. We wouldn't Absolutely. change it. We, we enjoy it yeah we enjoy it a lot and yeah we're just so happy to have a lot of people support us and very grateful very very grateful totally okay D- dave any last questions for them <laughs> uh how much are you guys producing like every week well well last week was our biggest production so it was 330 um nice. 30 jars and that took us like it was just us two <laughs> so it took us 15 hours in the kitchen to do 300 but like every every time we go into the kitchen we i feel like um like our processes get like we're more efficient like we learn something every, every time and we make everything like yeah we're we're streamlining the process yeah. but i think just naturally things are starting to pick up in frequency so where we started to where we are now like we've moved quite a bit of volume yeah um, well, i for think sure. for yeah. sure like when we first launched, we sold out. Like we did, we so when we launched, our friend like pushed us to launch because we're perfectionists. We probably wouldn't have launched by now. Like if our friend wasn't like just press enter, like mm-hmm. do it right. And then we actually didn't even have jars. So then when we did launch, we had all these sales, and we were like, oh my god, like we need to, <laughs> we need to get the jars. <laughs> make the sauce now yeah but as of now Dave we're going into the kitchen once per week and our quota right now is 350 350 Mm a week so yeah we're moving volume so we don't need to work out you know (laughs) the kitchen the heavy the cases shoulders bleak subs yeah do they have co-op in in Toronto no they no I actually maybe they do but it's not a big thing like Alberta oh you should hit up co-op in in Calgary because apparently they have huge support for local entrepreneurs. They have whole sections for local entrepreneurs. Really? Yeah, I can talk to a friend weird. to uh, connect for you guys because they actually have their product in co-op. And so oh, cool. Yeah. yeah, that'd be amazing. Is that the one that you were talking about? I think Sobeys is doing a localized thing too. Like everything is like yeah. support local. So I yeah. think yeah. Sobeys, but co-op's a good one too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's our goal by end of year, hopefully. 
Are you guys yeah. trying to get into like the States? And then are you said, are you shipping it to Australia too? So I just do it for family and friends. Um, the shipping oh. is quite expensive. So like I shipped over like, I think 60 kilos worth of hot sauce and it was already like $500. So yeah, it's pretty, pretty expensive. Um, but like to the US, we, we we have customers in the US that order. So we do mm. that like individually. But what we plan to do like right now, our business plan is to dominate all of Toronto first, like the Eastern, and then move over to the West. Like the West, we already have like Calgary, like on Pat, but like mm. we want to go into like, you know, BC and then like the little areas like Winnipeg. Yeah. But yeah, we're just trying to strategize it that way before we go international. Yeah. Canada first, but North America is definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. North America. In the yeah. Plan. Yeah. In the, plan. the US is next. <laughs> nice. Any last words you guys want to say before? Any advice? Any advice or any any last anything you guys want to? I like to leave an opportunity for the for you guys. You guys want to say anything? Yeah. Well, the only person stopping you from reaching your goals is yourself. So, yeah, start today. (laughs) (laughs) Any last words? Well, what else? Try our hot sauce. <laughs> no, I would, I would just say, honestly, guys, it's, it's, it's funny how we're here now because I wouldn't have imagined us being here having this conversation like 10 years back when we knew each other in high school. So yeah. honestly, thanks for the opportunity for inviting us mm-hmm. and um, for supporting our sauce. And if there's anything we can do to kind of feature you guys as well, let us know. But it's it's honestly been a blessing. So yeah, full circle, baby. Thank you. Thank you, Jason. We should mm-hmm. do a giveaway. Yeah, we should. Oh, that'd be a good one. Yeah. Let's do it. We'll, uh, we'll talk we'll about how we could uh, set that up for sure. Yeah. yeah. We love to do giveaways with uh, local companies here. So, okay. Yeah, well, we're totally down for that. Okay. Awesome. So, how, how do they find you guys? Like uh, social media, website, all that good stuff? Um. So, yeah, just Joko Foods. So, J O C O Foods, F O ods <laughs> um yeah what's the sh- question oh how to find us oh so, yeah. Yeah. instagram twitter we don't use twitter as much facebook. tiktok facebook linkedin as well we're trying to work um a way around um linkedin i guess yeah but yeah our website as well like there's a lot of information on the product on our website and also if you want to purchase some jars there you can do that and if you're in Calgary, Edmonton, hit up Spinelli's Italian Center. It's at all three locations in Edmonton, four locations, and the one in Calgary. So, yeah, get your yeah. hands on it because yeah. it's going to sell out. Yeah, we have the retailer, as well as if you don't want to pay for shipping. I guess you have, like, the... But if you want that customized approach, you know, then you can order online. <laughs> <laughs> what about Toronto? Where can they find you? Well, we, ha- we have, like, a retailer list on our website. So, like... Okay. With- but like our main ones is st lawrence market so we have two um two places there so scheffler's as well as ponessi foods Mm -hmm. um and then we're we're stocked at we're quite picky of where we want to stock our hot sauces so yeah we if you go onto our website there's a whole list there that you can find okay but don't feel free to dm us don't be shy so when the pandemic's over we'll take you guys all out to eat so just uh dm joko foods Awesome. awesome. Well, thanks for coming on, guys. We appreciate yeah, thanks it. Thanks for coming on, guys. You guys were awesome. Yeah.
All good. You guys too. Have a good weekend, okay? We'll see yeah. you Yeah. Have a good one. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. Bye. Bye.